0: Okay, welcome back to our fourth uh, podcast with Taylor, Janet Brown, and George Miles on the exchange.
1: Well, thank you. This is a special episode, you guys, because for the first time since our podcast began, Pop up and I are together. I'm in Florida right now and we are filming
0: Sarasota Florida.
1: We are filming side by side. So that's so fun. I'm really excited to be here in person. And good to
0: have you, by the way, Taylor.
1: Always happy to be here, you know. (laughs) And I'm excited because for this episode, my co-host, my pop-up, he has taken the lead. He has come up with a topic and questions, and I know nothing. So um Take it away. Well, I,
0: what I wanted to do was, I think on the third podcast, you were away when we, we when we released it. You were away, uh, and, and you'll tell you where you were in a minute. But I wanted to talk about your trip.
1: Yes. <laughs> and
0: talk about how the trip, and talk about the intricacies of the trip. Okay. And that's it. So first of all, where did you go?
1: So I went to France. It was my very first time ever. Okay, backtrack. It was my first time in France for the purpose of visiting France. I'd done a couple of layovers in France.
0: You've been to France before?
1: Just the airport.
0: Oh, when Paris. We,
1: yeah, when we went to Italy, when I went to Vienna, I laid over in Paris, but. Oh. This was my first time going to the Paris airport and then leaving the airport. Leaving
0: the airport. No, I got it.
1: Yeah. So we went to Paris for four days and then we went to Nice. We flew to Nice, which is about two hours south of Paris. And we spent four days there and then it was incredible. And then we left from Nice and went straight back to it. Well,
0: that's a good overview of where uh, where you were. Yeah, for the for almost well, a week, eight days. Or what? Yeah,
1: about eight days. Yeah,
0: that's great. And but yeah. eight days in France and uh, Paris and Nice is quite an extraordinary trip. But tell me, uh, why did you go to France? Why?
1: That's a great question.
0: Wow, well, tell I'm <laughs> doing the questions. Those well, people of are
1: great. Of course, they're great. Um. To be honest, I hadn't traveled in a long time, definitely since pre-COVID. The last trip I went on was 2019. I did a study abroad in London for two weeks with my school. Where'd you go in there? Sorry? Where did you go? In Uh, London.
0: Oh, so London, you were in London. Yeah,
1: just London for two weeks. And it was pretty cool. We had apartments, like dormitories very independent living and we contemplated going to Paris for one of the days but London itself is a huge city two weeks didn't feel like enough so yeah, you we didn't want to we didn't even want to touch Paris but I still kind of wanted to go cuz I'd never seen it and I figured you know I haven't traveled since pre-covid I want to go somewhere so about a year ago I was like where should I go you yeah, know let's go to France I've never been I want to go somewhere I've never been before and that's kind of how it all came to be
0: wow who did you go with, Taylor? I mean, you were special, you had a special relationship with the other folks on the trip. Who, who were yes. the participants in this trip?
1: So we went with my mom, my cousin Morgan, and my godmother Roberta, who is also my cousin. <laughs> and it's cool because this is my trip. It was my idea, and I planned the entire thing. Oh, wow. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who to go with at first I contemplated going by myself like a solo trip, but I figured, you know, I'd, I don't speak any French, so I should probably go with somebody yeah. for support. And, um, most of my friends at the time when I was planning it were still in school with their masters. And so I was like, it's kind of a big burden financially to ask someone who's still in school now yeah, to buy a ticket to Europe and take 10 days off of school. So, um, we took the time and I asked my mom, she was like, of course, I'll go with you. And then Morgan had asked me, she's like, Oh, we should go on a trip. And I was like, well, you know, I can't go on a bunch of trips, but you can come to France. And then I was like, you know what, now that it's Morgan
0: happened to say, I, I want to go on a trip.
1: Yeah. She
0: didn't say where so-
1: She didn't say where I was like, yeah, I'd be down. But then I thought about it. I was like, I can't afford to take like a bunch of trips. So you can come to France. And then I was like, well, now it's a family trip. We got to invite god mommy and that's how that all came to be
0: and god mommy's your i guess your second cousin
1: mm-hmm. morgan and god mommy
0: okay are my so second y'all cousins. call this the cousin's trip yeah oh that's really cool yeah that's really really cool even
1: though technically my mom is my mom not my cousin
0: huh but
1: <laughs> so even though my mom no
0: is- my you know the cousin's trip yeah yeah i got it that's really terrific. Yeah. So y'all had a really a special relationship between the four of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's really terrific. It
1: was. So
0: tell me, what were the highlights
1: of the trip? Mm, okay, I would say I've never been to France before, but I'd say the things we did were really unique, and I. I don't like to do just the basic touristy stuff. There's nothing wrong with that, you know, going to see the Eiffel Tower and I think those are all great things, but I really wanted to do some really unique things while I was there. So I used TikTok things to do in Paris because you know
0: TikTok has places to go in France.
1: Yes. Oh TikTok my God, and I
0: love TikTok.
1: Everything. So you can search things to do in France and people, you know how you make a video? Yeah. You'll see short videos of what people are doing while they're there. So it's the best review ever because you can see it, you know?
0: Oh, wow, that's good.
1: And my friend Nia had gone to Paris with her mom a year or two ago. So I also asked her, I'd ask people what they did and I kind of collected, but some of the highlights were we went to this really cool art studio where they have scrap scrap materials from Chanel, Hermes, all the designers' scrap fabrics. And they take those scraps and they teach you how to make your own purse.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: So I made my own quote unquote Chanel bag with their scraps. And it was cool. It was like a oh, half a day, maybe nine to one, nine to two. And it was hilarious because- you know, they let you do whatever you want and they'll help you. But you, it's not the kind of place where they say, oh, you make a bag and you pick the fabric. No, no, no. They had my mom at the sewing machine and she was like chugging away.
0: <laughs> and your mother never used
1: her sewn before. But,
0: like, <laughs>
1: but we were just all just going to town and it was fun. I will warn people that if you choose to do it and I'll link the the class and the show notes if anyone's going to France it can get very expensive if you pick, like there's always options to upcharge. Um, So they give you a little sheet and they're like, oh, here's the budget. You know, you have 125, which is the cost of the class. And I guess the different fabrics have different costs and the different sizes have different costs. And then they're like, if you go over, you just pay the difference. I think I paid like an extra hundred or two euros um, Just because I had gone over so much, so pay attention to your budget if you don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's a good that's a good pointer.
1: Yeah, but it was to fun. The audience out there, it was fun.
0: So uh, tell me uh, what else you did on the trip that was exciting. I mean, you must have had more than the going to <laughs> Chanel.
1: Yes. So we also took a croissant making class because I love to bake. So we learned how to make croissants and. They were probably the best croissants that I had had the entire trip. Wow! The ones that we had made fresh, and the lady said, "You got to eat them within four hours because then croissants are considered stale." So you think back to America where they have the croissants on the shelves for days. Yeah, right. But no, they say they make croissants like the bakeries there constantly throughout the day because after four hours they're considered stale. So they time it so they have them in the morning for when people are going to work. They have them. For the afternoon when the kids are coming out of school. So they have it down to a science. But those were my favorite croissants that I made. Um, and
0: did you see a lot of fat people in in, in in France.
1: No, you did not. You didn't see any fat. Well, that's people.
0: interesting because <laughs> you know, if, if they eat croissants all day, <laughs> I would think that you'd see a lot of chubbies.
1: Lots of well, lots of walking. Okay. And you know, it's a higher quality of food there. Uh-huh. So they have more food regulations and they don't overeat. I think America, you know, the portions are like ginormous and they tease us about our portions here. But it's like normal portions. Every time we went out to eat, the plates were never huge.
0: Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. So what people say to you, are you eating that much?
1: Mm -mm, Because they um, they just gave us their portions and I ate. I'd be full, you know. But a lot of commentary I see online is when people from the UK come here, they're like, oh, these are American portions are huge. They give you so much food. So I think like they don't get fat because their food is highly regulated. There's less toxic chemicals and it's just smaller portions. They're moving around better quality of life.
0: So tell me, that sounds great. So First of all, croissants.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: and the bag making. Mm-hmm. Right. Tell me what else about the trip that you was your highlight? More, oh, must must yeah. be more than.
1: Oh two. yeah. Everything was great. I, not to toot my own horn because I I did. Toot it
0: by just on your podcast. And toot toot.
1: Toot <laughs> toot, toot. So um, my cousin Morgan and I worked together on the planning. We put together a pretty good itinerary, and I'd say there was no misses. So those were my top two highlights for Paris. We traveled to Nice, and I will say I absolutely loved Nice. If I could go to Nice every year.
0: Is that right? I would. Well, You know, I was in Nice years and years ago on a channel while I was working on Channel 13 Mm -hmm. in the 70s. Probably 60s or 70s. And I didn't really enjoy these. Nice. It was, the water was cold. Maybe it was the time of year I went. It, but I didn't really enjoy it. But uh, and, and it was no sandy beach.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, you're not the first person who told me that they weren't a huge fan of Nice. And I think it's funny because I didn't even go to the beach. <laughs> oh. like, I'm like, okay, I live in Sarasota. I don't need their well, beach. it's
0: true, though. You know, you think about it.
1: Um, and it, was pretty comparable to Florida when you think about it. It reminded me of like Hollywood, Florida, where they have the boardwalk and you can just walk along. But I loved the proximity to other things. So we did, just by some stroke of luck, I had no idea at the time when we picked our dates, that lavender was in bloom for a very short amount of time.
0: Lavender like the flower?
1: Yes. Oh, wow. So... Out in the countryside of France, about four hours out of Nice. That's how far out we were. Four hours? Yeah, we drove four hours out.
0: Did you drive and get a car? Oh,
1: no, we did not drive. Um, We did a day trip. It was a 10-hour excursion. Okay. Up bright and early. I think we left at 8 in the morning and got back at 6 p.m. But they drove us out four hours and we made little stops. So we got to see... What is like the French equivalent to the Grand Canyon? It was oh, wow. gorgeous. We got to visit a small town. We got to see so many really cool things, but we one of the highlights was the lavender fields where our guide took us to. And it was just fields and fields of lavender. It smelled incredible. There was lots of bees, but they didn't they didn't really bother you.
0: Bees didn't bother you?
1: No, um, they didn't try to sting you or anything. They were just there, I guess, to pollinate the the mm-hmm. lavender. But I loved that. That's something that people, some people travel to France for the lavender. And they're disappointed when they find it's not in season. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it
0: makes a big difference.
1: Yes, yeah, so I picked a little bit of lavender and brought it home.
0: Did you know that uh, you were going to be in the lavender blooming at the time or not?
1: At the time, I didn't know when we booked our tickets, but when we were looking up things to do, I come across the lavender fields. I think I Googled things to do in Nice because I wasn't as familiar with Nice. And they said lavender is in bloom for X weeks. I was we have to go, like all of a sudden. And I wasn't thrilled about doing a 10-hour day trip that seems excessive you know like a, it's your whole day and you're only there for yeah, four right. days if you don't like it it feels like a waste but it was one of the best things ever we were in a little sprinter van with like two other groups so it was like 10 total and it was great everyone was friendly we frolicked in the lavender fields I'm not even kidding frolic-
0: we, were frolic- frolicking.
1: we were frolicking arms in the air and skipping and laughing and twirling like it was like out of a movie.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, another nice highlight was I took a perfume making class. Which,
0: perfume making class? Yes. Wow.
1: We made our own perfumes because we were at a, a perfumery called Molinard. And they're very famous for their fragrances. And now I might be butchering the French language. I speak Spanish, but it's called Grasse. France which is about i think 30 miles outside of Nice and that is the perfume capital of the world. Wow. Most flowers like jasmine, rose like they all come from this one place. So now I know when I go back, I definitely want to visit cuz there's so many really cool small towns near Nice and I think that's what makes it so special yeah so they have one there in the capital but they have a nice location and we went and we learned about layering and fragrance notes and that helped me as a candle maker to learn more about my craft you know and I got what did it teach you
0: that's a good that's a good point what did it teach you about your fragrances
1: it taught me a lot about base notes and top notes and middle notes and as a fragrance maker as a candle maker I know what they are and like each candle, but I learned how to mix them better. So I learned that certain scents will always be a base note. Um, You know, in the wine tastings and they have you swirl your glass and they have you put your nose like all right. the way in to like get the full effect. Yeah, That's kind of how I felt during the perfume making class. We smelled like 30 plus fragrances and sniffing. And then we smelled the coffee to clear our palate and it was really fun. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. And and then we went to Monaco.
0: Oh, you all went to Monaco
1: also? After the perfume class. So the perfume class wasn't long. And we went to Monaco, which is not that far out. And we went shopping. Amazing shopping in Monaco. Wow. So, yeah. But then we didn't know. Well, I didn't know. I now know. I'll never forget. The Monaco is like the Vatican. It's technically not France. Uh And so we Ubered to Monaco, but we could not Uber back because you can't Uber from Monaco. Oh, my
0: God. You're always like stuck in Monaco.
1: Exactly.
0: What a way to be stuck. (laughs) Um, I'm here and I can't get home.
1: Exactly. We were literally stuck in the Fendi store. The store's about to close. And we're just like stranded.
0: So what'd you do? How'd you get out of it?
1: So we had the best um, sales representative at the, at the Fendi store. We're like
0: Fendi mean like
1: the the store. Yeah.
0: F E N D I. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And so we're like, can you help us call a cab? But then there was some like accident or something. So we couldn't get, they had no cabs. They're like, it could take hours and it's already like seven o'clock almost. And we're like, Oh my gosh. Like, are we going to,
0: this is going to be a highlight of your trip.
1: Are you gonna need to um like get a hotel or something like so he ended up just being amazing and wonderful and talking to people in French because you know we don't really speak the language and he finds us car service like a like a limousine kind of situation of course we had to pay for it but we didn't care we were just trying to get to get home yeah and but but even then they couldn't come to Monaco so we had to cross the border with our shopping.
0: Pass. oh my god
1: like crossing the border from monaco to france so that the car could pick us up
0: did you know when you crossed the border could you tell yeah
1: he helped us he put it on the map he's like go to this bank because this is like right at the border it was only like a five ten minute walk yeah but it was so funny we were just like cracking up
0: oh my god thought
1: we were stranded
0: <laughs> who was who was more upset your mom or
1: no one was upset oh good we were all just like Laughing, Laughing away. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hello, Dad. Hello, Pop Pop. We're stranded in where? Monaco. Oh
1: my goodness. <laughs> I know life is so hard. Yeah. are we right? Stranded in the Fendi store. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. We're in the Fendi store. <laughs> wow. So uh, that was that sounds great, Cecil. Yeah. Yeah. The Fendi store. I mean, you had Monaco. You had. Uh, So far, you've you've talked about being in uh, Nice Mm -hmm. and that. What else is some of the highlights?
1: Just, you know, being with family.
0: That's good.
1: Just the quality time. And it's funny because when we were going to France, we were going to Paris. He said, where are you going? We are like, Paris. And (laughs) the... Man, the gentleman at the Sky Club Lounge was like, "Oh, why Paris?" You know, like you could tell he really had a visceral negative reaction to Paris, like as if he had just hated it. And he was like, "Oh, like, like." And then he was, I was like, "Yeah, we're going on a family trip," and he he's trying to be condescending, right? Because you guys will like it, you'll have a fun time. He said, "Yeah, you'll like it, you'll have a good time," and then I said, "We'll have a great time." (laughs) I shut them down because what you don't understand is it's not about where we're going. We could stay home for ten days and just each other's company, yeah, and have a really good time genuinely. Yeah. So I was like, we ended up having a great time. I wish I could go back and tell the guy like you're you're crazy, but
0: no, where was this guy? the, uh... the
1: Delta Sky Club. Oh, I'm sure that's not appropriate to say to people as they're like going on vacation this way.
0: you're going away and you're not gonna like
1: it. Yeah. But I was like, he's like, you'll like it. I said, we'll love it. (laughs) And I shut him up real quick.
0: (laughs) Good for you, man.
1: But it was great. Just spending time with family. It's always the best.
0: So tell me about the bonding experience with your family. I mean, uh, with Morgan and with Bobby Ann and with your mom and you. Tell me how that was. Tell me what that was like.
1: It was really cool because, you know, they're all first cousins. Um, My mom, Godmommy, Morgan they all have the same grandparents right and then there's me who's technically their second cousin right and I think up until this trip you know I'm seen as like a little little little, kid
0: little Tammy yeah like a little
1: little kid yeah but it's cool to hang out with people as adults Fellow adults. Right. So, just like getting to laugh and hang out and drink wine.
0: <laughs> so, you drank a lot of wine?
1: Of course, you have to. Wine and cheese and bread.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Your mom did that, man. Wine? Yeah.
1: Oh, yes. She drank wine too.
0: Well, you know, the old story of what's a good French wine? I want to go to Miami.
1: <laughs> I've never heard of that one before. Wow. But yes, so, so what
0: a trip to, for, the, uh, for the family to get together and bond like that. You know, it was really terrific. Did you develop a different relationship with an understanding of your family?
1: Yes, I did. And I would say both of them, Morgan and my godmother, you know, just getting to spend so much time with each of them separately, you learn more about their goals, their passions, um, who they are as a person, what gets them up out of bed in the morning, what drives them. And it's not just one particular conversation, but, you know, as you're having dinner every night, just exchanging stories, you learn so much more than a casual quick, you know, Hey, how you doing? Or happy birthday. Just continuously talking. You just really learn so much about, each other's well, that's, goals and yeah it's wonderful
0: that is really terrific uh way to get together with your with your family and get to know them
1: yes. hopefully we could do it again
0: yeah <laughs> or maybe you'll take pop pop along
1: of course you've drag, taken me on so many trips
0: drag drag pop pop along now of all the trips we've taken over the years taylor mm. this one's comparable to what because this just sounds like a fabulous trip.
1: It was, it was wonderful. And it's so hard to compare, right? Like, we've been on so many trips. It has,
0: it has its own identity. Huh?
1: But I'm older, you know? That's true. Like, we spent three weeks in Italy together. I didn't drink any wine, you know? I went on the tours, but I probably didn't appreciate them as much. As That's I would have at 24 than I did at 14.
0: That's true.
1: So I think it's really cool because I enjoyed experiencing Italy as a child. I probably also didn't eat as much, you know, being picky yeah. that I would have now than I would have. You were more picky then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's hard to compare them, but I just love each experience for what they are. My favorite trips that we've taken though, are Italy and Alaska.
0: Alaska.
1: Alaska.
0: Tell me why Alaska, because it's so cold, with cold. <laughs> it was
1: cold. Alaska caught me by surprise. That's what it was. I didn't expect anything from Alaska. You know, it's in the States, technically, it's cold. I'm just thinking like, we're going to be cold. <laughs> like, that's all I could think about. But when we got there, it was gorgeous. Like, some of the views that we had were incredible. Yeah, right about that. And the food was so unique. They served sourdough everything, sourdough pancakes, and maple syrup, and you ate reindeer. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, Like, it was just such a unique experience. It felt like a fake place. So I, and we went, we made s'mores, and it was cold, but it was like not that cold. And it was day, daytime, all day long.
0: Yeah, it's true, 24 hours, you're at that Uh, point north. yeah.
1: Yeah, it was so cool. So it caught me by surprise. And I'll say London caught me by surprise in the same way.
0: Negative or positively?
1: Positively, where I didn't come in with any expectations. So then they were just like immensely exceeded. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, that's great, Taylor. You know, in fact, that's a good advice to uh, some of our listeners out there. When you go away on vacation, just not have expectations be a barrier. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's good a piece of advice. Just go with it, enjoy the moment. Yeah. And whatever it is, it is, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: That's good. Well, give me, give me a give me a wrap-up to your trip, a summary of what was some of the bad things you didn't didn't like.
1: Oh, okay. Um the plane ride home was pretty rough. I'm not going to lie. Well, because we weren't in first class. And so it was already hard. Well, that makes it different. You guys
0: went over first class?
1: We went over first class and we did not come home first class. So I think you've got to to keep it consistent. You can't downgrade going home, especially because it was the longest flight that I've ever ridden on. Like, I've never been on a plane ride that long before. It was 11 hours. Yeah. So... On a flight for 11 hours, I couldn't really sleep because the seats were kind of small Um, and the food wasn't very good. So I'd only eaten like Cheez-Its for 11 hours. So I was hungry. Yeah.
0: Well, we now know if you can afford it, you go first class.
1: And everyone has a different travel style, right? Like everyone has different priorities. So I'm the type of person where I would prefer to travel first class and travel less frequently than doing three trips in economy and that's just my own personal i agree
0: with that by the way my
1: own personal thing you know i'm not a budget traveler i like to just
0: yeah you'd be a yeah. vacation you know
1: mm-hmm. so that was a little bit rough and that's a small problem it's not a huge problem but it was it was a long 11 hours i'll tell you that yeah and then other than that, um,
0: how was the jet lag coming back on both ways?
1: I didn't have jet lag going there because I slept on the plane and then I stayed up all day and went to sleep at a normal time. Coming back, uh, it was I did have jet lag for the entire week coming home. But it was the fun jet lag where you get up really early in the morning and you go to sleep early. So I just felt productive, you know. Right. I went we came back on Friday, I was back at work on Monday but I was getting up at like five in the morning and crashing by like seven, eight o'clock. Yeah. So I was fully functional at work, but then I was just out, out of it.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. Sounds like you had a wonderful trip together.
1: Absolutely. And
0: with yes. your cousins and, and, and relatives, it didn't make it better.
1: Mm-hmm. And the
0: bonding experience, what a wonderful thing. I wish I could have done that when I was young, but that's really great. But that's what, passing it on to your generation is all about absolutely it's really terrific well we are here wrapping up yeah. here for our podcast number four
1: number four
0: and taylor janet brown just just engaged us in her trip to france and a niece which sounds like a wonderful trip my trip to paris I uh, was a lot different than yours. I was a lot, I was younger, didn't have as much money to spend. Didn't go over first class either, by the way. <laughs>
1: yeah. So
0: it was even better. But uh, what a wonderful way to experience at 24 years old
1: 24
0: to be able to do this. God bless you and God bless America.
1: God bless America.